Alan Dershowitz is the best constitutional attorney in the history of the world. He's a genius. And even though um, I know his wife is not a very big fan of Trump, and I love his wife, I love her, right now, Dershowitz has a rule. He won't uh, work with somebody twice. But when he sees what's happening in Colorado, he may even change that rule because this is really unconstitutional and, quite frankly, grotesque. So with that said, Alan, I implore you to call Trump today and represent them for a second time against your will because what's going on is exactly what you can't stand to watch. Is that fair to say? You're absolutely right. I mean, this is the worst constitutional law decision I've seen in the 60 years I've been practicing. Um, it violates the explicit terms of the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment says in Section 5, that Congress, and only Congress, not the state courts, not Colorado, only Congress has the right to enforce the provisions of the 14th Amendment. And yet the Colorado Supreme Court grabbed the case and decided to take them off the ballot. It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible. And I think the Supreme Court will reverse it. I think they'll grant the stay initially in early January. Then they'll set the case for argument sometime probably in February. And by early March, we'll probably have uh, maybe a nine-to-nothing decision <laughs> striking down the uh, Colorado absurdity. Nine-to-nothing. And, you know, what I heard um, the last couple of days, uh, Alan, is, uh, you know, following suit now, there's a couple of other blue states, obviously blue states, maybe even New York, that they're going to try the same thing, knowing full well what you just said, that the Supreme Court won't allow this. It's un-American. It's unconstitutional. No one can do this. But they may follow suit anyway for a short-term pain for Trump. But what they don't understand is Trump's numbers went up again yesterday. Whatever they've nope. done, whatever they've done the last couple of months, arrests, indictments, civil trials, this nonsense in Colorado, all they're doing is building Trump's lead, Alan. There's no question about that. They also may try to go to some purple states states that uh, very likely would vote for Trump if he were on the ballot, but Democrats control the judiciary, and they might be able to get him stricken from, from, the, from the ballot. But you know what states will do? The Republicans will be smart. They'll say, we abolish the primary. No more primaries. We're now having caucuses, like in Iowa, and we'll nominate him by the caucus, but the Secretary of State will still refuse to put his name on the ballot, and then, you know, the cases obviously will go to the court. But I predict that his name will be on the ballot in every single state, and uh, th this will fail. This is Larry Tribe, my former colleague at Harvard, and Jamie Raskin, my former student at Harvard. This is their concoction. They believe that the Constitution is a toy to be played with and to be weaponized and to be used only to achieve partisan results that favor their party and their ideology. This is the worst example of constitutional abuse I've seen in 60 years. Can you say this, and I don't care whether you like him or not, I mean, you, you know, for some reason you're still going to vote for Biden, vote. although trust me, before November I'm going to convince you differently. We just, just keep that quiet between you and I. Uh, but can you say, in all seriousness, based from just a legal aspect, you've represented Trump, you've watched what happened this year with these indictments and now this, that there's not been a man, maybe in the history of the country. I mean, Dillinger got indicted once. Capone got indicted once. You know, all these people, John Gotti once. Has there ever been a man in this country persecuted more, Mr. Dershowitz, than Donald Trump? 
The only one who comes close is Roy Cohen, who was uh, Donald Trump's mentor. When uh, the Kennedys got elected, uh, Bobby Kennedy said his goal was to get Roy Cohen. And they went after him in every possible way, state, federal, bar associations, and ultimately they got him. I testified for him in the character committee at the end because I thought they were being bullies. You know, I was not a big supporter of Roy Cohen, but I go where I think the unfairness is. And so why I wrote my book, Get Trump, was because there's never been a political figure that has been so attacked in so many different ways than Donald Trump. Uh, It's just outrageous. And they don't stop. They're going to keep going and they're going to increase it. And it's it's and, and of course you can get a conviction in the District of Columbia where 95 percent of the people hate Trump or in New York where 70 something percent of the people hate him. You can get convictions, but prosecutors are supposed to be using discretion and not going after people based on political considerations. That's what they're doing. And this is election interference. The goal is it's failing, but the goal is to get down and dirty convictions before the election, influence centrist voters, independent voters, and then the convictions will be reversed after the election when right. it's too late to influence the election. That's their plot. Right. That ain't going to work. Alan Dershowitz, uh, what's the matter? You got a cold, buddy? You sound I great. I got a cold. My yeah. wife had a cold. Yeah. And, of course, I love her so much that I'm going to get her cold. So <laughs> yeah. I got her cold, yeah. and uh, now she's getting better, and hope I'll get better. No, you'll be fine. You sound great. I mean, the content is amazing, and you're, you're brilliant, and I love. I could have you on every day, all day. So I just want you to feel better. I want to ask you about this immunity case, though, because yes. that's popping up at the same exact time, this Jack Smith immunity deal. What's the deal with that? Well, um, Smith wants to have the Supreme Court decide the case and bypass the Court of Appeals, which isn't fair to Donald Trump either, because he's entitled to have two appeals, one to the circuit court and the other to the Supreme Court. But uh, Jack Smith wants to get this case done, and he wants a conviction, and he wants it to be bulletproof. So he's trying to uh, expedite the decision. But Trump, I think cleverly, said, no, no, let's go in the usual way. You know, people, the judge says, you're not above the law. You're just like anyone else. But Smith says, no, you're not like anyone else. You're the president running for president. And so we have to get your case expedited. So is he above the law or isn't he above the law? You know, the judge says no. The prosecutor says yes. And the answer is, of course, everybody has to comply with the law, but the law is flexible. And uh, I don't think the Supreme Court will uh, dismiss the entire case based on immunity, but it might dismiss part of a case. Final 60 seconds. So we had three people on the show the last two days, Alan Dershowitz, Steve Bannon yesterday, Sid Rosenberg both days, I hosted, and uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano earlier this morning. Three brilliant minds. I think you'd agree, Alan, not as smart as you, but brilliant mind. And all three of us agree to this uh, case you're very, very familiar with because you, talking about treated wrongly, treated unjustly, came up with this case, in this case, and thank God you proved something we all knew, which is Kufroy lied. But we all agree that Jeffrey Epstein was 1,000% murdered. There's no way in a million years he can convince us he killed himself. Even one of the most famous pathologists in the country who did the autopsy, or I should say read it, read it, read it, read it, said that there's no way based on his injuries that was suicide. Are we all crazy? What do you think? 
I think he would have liked to commit suicide because he's a hedonist, and I don't think he could bear the fact of staying in jail. On the other hand, he had a chance of getting out on bail. He had a very, very good lawyer. So I don't think we'll ever know if he committed suicide or if he was murdered. If he was murdered, I have to figure out how they got to him and who was who was motivated to murder him. Everybody. Uh, that's the question. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would nobody would believe anything he said. Right. So you know where are all the bodies buried? Now they're going to be releasing all the names of all the people who are associated. I'm thrilled with that. From day one, I wanted everything yeah. released because I you know I didn't do anything wrong and. The woman has now acknowledged that yes. she may have uh, mistaken me for somebody else. So, uh, I'm happy for having all the papers released. I actually want more released because yeah. some are still being suppressed. I want the public to see everything. Yeah, I agree with you. Well, listen, um, I want to thank you. Uh, 2023, you and I became what I think are really good friends. I think and my wife, Danielle. Your, watch, your wife is fantastic. Thank yeah. you. She loves you. My daughter loves you, too. That documentary was great. That dinner we had. In fact, she wanted to invite you guys, you, your wife, and your son, uh, Christmas Eve. We're Jewish, so we don't care. Over to uh, Peter Luger and have dinner together if you're not under the weather. But at any rate, thank you for a marvelous 2023. If I see you, great. If I don't, Happy New Year, and please come back often again in 2024. Alan, you're terrific. I will do that. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and please have good holidays. And may next year be better for the American people, the Jewish people, Israel, and world peace. Well said, especially the final part with Israel and world peace. We love you, Alan Dershowitz. That's a great man right there, terrific attorney, and even better person, Alan Dershowitz.